Hey friends, welcome to the 3x5 Leadership Podcast, where we champion intentional leaders who create significant impacts. In this show, we share simple, practical strategies to help you live, to lead, and to learn more intentionally. So to learn more about 3x5 Leadership and to explore all of our resources to help you become a more intentional leader, go to our website at 3x5leadership.com. Now today, we look at how to maximize the developmental impact of our reading efforts. If leaders are readers, as President Truman said, how do we make our reading more effective, more efficient, and ultimately how do we ensure that the insights from the books that we read simply don't expire on the bookshelves once we're done reading them? So let's look at 10 simple but impactful habits to help us achieve that. Let's get to it. I'm Josh Bowen. Thanks for joining us today. Reading can be one of the easiest, but also one of the most powerful developmental activities that we can regularly engage in. For me, developmental reading offers three important benefits. One, it keeps me learning by equipping me with new knowledge, uh, new ways of thinking, which really just broadens my thinking on a regular basis. Number two, it expands my perspective beyond my my, my circumstances. It helps me to see life beyond my immediate surroundings, uh, which encourages uh, an improved sense of resilience for me. And then finally, reading just keeps my cup full. It keeps me encouraged. It keeps me inspired. But it's really taken me years to arrive to a place where I felt like reading efforts were clear, they were focused and impactful. Uh, I remember when I came to the realization of the power of developmental reading and ultimately decided to begin my own personal reading habit. And that was back in... 2013, like three years into my career, and while I felt committed to this new behavior, I also had no idea where to start. Like, what book should I start with? And where or to whom should I turn to for recommendations? And like, is there anything special that I need to do to ensure that my reading is like, quote unquote, developmental? What's the right way to do all of this? Um, So I remember starting with a book back then, uh, which was about the Korean War. And while it was a beneficial read that I still remember today, Looking back, I'm not sure that was the best book to start with, and it really took me years to figure out how to create, manage, and grow from a personal developmental reading habit. So in hopes of helping you either start a new reading habit or to make your existing approach more intentional uh, and not simply just a check-the-block activity, I'd like to offer the 10 reading habits that I rely on every day. These make reading powerful, efficient, as well as fun for me. So... Here are the 10 habits that can help you kickstart your reading this year. Number one, consider the benefit of audiobooks. If you're a purist and anti-audiobooks, hear me out. Reading simply is just a means of learning and of growing. And I find that there are a lot of opportunities in my weekly schedule to learn, even if I can't sit and focus on a book during those. Um, I can listen to audiobooks when I'm running, uh, when I'm walking my dog, when I'm cleaning dishes after dinner or maybe while I'm folding laundry at home. I can also listen while I'm commuting. So when you add up all of that time in a week, that can really be a pretty decent learning effort that might have otherwise gone untapped. It's a huge source of some great learning over an entire year. So, tap into audiobooks. But habit two uh, is to be selective in what books you choose to listen to an audiobook versus actually read. There are just some books that I know that I'm going to need to highlight, to take margin notes on, and reflect about as I read. And so when I identify these books that I know will be really engaging, 
I deliberately choose not to listen to them on audiobook. Uh, I don't want to potentially miss some key insights from the book while listening to it versus actually reading it. So uh, I select books maybe like history, fiction, science fiction, and even like a small amount of nonfiction. Uh, all of these are genres that I can follow along pretty well by listening and understand the greater themes, but have a lower risk of missing details that I may want to retain. I just also find these genres much more fun to listen to over actually reading. Okay, so habit three is to always be reading a physical book or maybe a digital one if that's what you prefer and an audiobook at any given time. It not only maximizes the use of all regular learning opportunities that you have, but also it keeps your perspective broader from day to day. Uh, maybe reading a leadership-based book, um, developmental book, and, and listening to an audiobiography for uh, example might prevent my learning from feeling monotonous by focusing only on one topic at a time. And it keeps my perspective, my energy, my attitude towards what I'm learning fresh each day. It also just makes it more fun for me by gathering multiple sources and, and multiple types of ideas week to week. So always have your next book and your next audiobook lined up before you finish your current one. All right, for habit four, I encourage you to be selective in what you read. So to prevent finding yourself in a situation like I did when I was trying to select my first book, which really was just lost and uninformed, uh, I recommend you select books along your prominent identities in life. In our previous podcast episode, uh, I argued for the need to be clear on our identities in life, really what, what roles do we fulfill on a regular basis, uh, and what values do we live by. If these are the most important things that define who we are, use reading as a means to grow in those relevant areas. Am I reading a book about the Korean War from the previous, my previous example um, because someone randomly just recommended it to me and I don't know otherwise? Or am I actually reading it because maybe I'm an amateur historian and find it interesting? Or maybe because uh, having a historical context about our military helps make me a more informed military leader, right? Leading along our identities gives an increased purpose to what we're reading. It explains why the book matters. So clarify your identities and then select books in support of those uh, to keep growing in focused and purposeful ways. Okay, now of course, uh, there is a caveat to that habit, uh, which is in fact habit number five now. And that is, uh, to ensure that you read broadly and diversely. I believe we can learn new information, new perspectives, new ways of thinking from a diverse approach to what we read. Can digging into a sci-fi book, for example, uh, help you think more creatively about the future and like the what if of that future? Or can a historical fiction book uh, help us appreciate the experiences of people from significant points uh, in our world's past? Right. I'm sure we can all learn something and some compelling lessons from authors who don't look like or think like the, us as well. So that's habit five. Uh, habit six is to use uh, some form of, I guess what I'll call a reading management system. Uh, this just means uh, maintaining a simple and useful way of keeping track of what you have read and more importantly, what you want to read. Uh, a want-to-read list is an important tool to keep my reading focused and deliberate. Uh, it helps me use discretion in what books I plan to read. 
So I've, I've used the Goodreads website uh, and phone app for my system over the last few years. And uh, I, I recommend it, one, because first of all, it's free. Uh, and through that platform, I'm able to maintain uh, and easily access my like have read and my to read lists on it. Uh, it also offers a few other productive functions like uh, an annual reading challenge, which helps me set and stay committed to a reading goal. And it also adds a social component there where I can follow and interact with friends on the app and I'm able to see what they're reading uh, and follow that. And, and, and that ultimately just provides another source of reading recommendations for me as well. So use some sort of structured reading management approach uh, so that you're not really just whimsical in your book selections. And, and again, I recommend and I personally use uh, Goodreads. Okay, seven, read at least 10 pages a day. If you're super busy on any given day, 10 pages will really only just take you a few minutes, whether it's when you first wake up, maybe right before you go to bed, or some other window of opportunity there in your routine. But a simple 10 pages every day not only keeps you making progress in your book, so it doesn't merely just collect dust on your nightstand, uh, but it maintains the habit momentum, which is crucial. So get 10 pages done today. Number eight, always keep a pen, always keep a highlighter next to your book. When you read, highlight away. Write margin notes uh, of connected ideas, maybe uh, of questions that you have, or whatever just comes to mind as you're reading it. Uh, if you're like me, you'll forget some sort of thought that you have um, while you're reading by the time you get to the next page, right? So capture it with notes, capture it with highlights. Habit nine, once you complete a book, yes, like I said, have the next one lined up, uh, ready to go, but also uh, dedicate some time to reflect on and make sense of what you read before you move on. For me, uh, I usually spend maybe a long run or maybe just a full day after I finish that book uh, to think about it. I use my three-question framework, uh, as I discussed in episode one, uh, where I clarify the what, the why, and the how from the book. And I capture a summarized thesis of it and really how that applies to me. Uh, I create a simple but clear set of things that I need to work on, maybe things that I need to do, or things that I just kind of need to continue to think about uh, as I move forward. So we can't move from book to book without spending some time making sense of them, and we're not really growing without doing that. So block off some time, whatever you think is appropriate, and mentally process through the book before you move on. All right, and the 10th habit is to not let the lessons, not let the ideas, the highlights, the margin notes all die within the pages once you put the book back on the shelf or delete it from your device. Like ask, how, how are you making the lessons come to life in your leadership, maybe days, months, even years later? So I recommend you create a way to be able to revisit lessons from the book to ensure that they remain relevant for you well down the road. Uh, some might elect to reread books. Personally, uh, I prefer to go back through the book and actually type up all the quotes and the notes that I have within it. That alone, uh, that activity alone, really is part of my reflection after reading the book, but it also helps me retain the key insights from it. Ultimately, I, I don't think or I don't believe there is a right way at all, but there is a best way for your, your unique preferences. So. Feel free to try a couple activities out, test them out, see what works, what doesn't work, and ultimately just go with what works best for you. So there you have it. 10 habits to help you read better. 
Uh, but before we end, um, I do want to share one more thought. I guess maybe we'll call it the, the bonus 11th habit here, uh, which is I encourage you to talk about what you're reading and about what you're learning from it. Talk about it with your family, maybe your friends, with colleagues, or just anyone relevant in your life, whoever might be willing to interested or willing to listen and can benefit from that conversation. Ask them, uh, what are they reading and learning as well? Uh, it's a great way to help you clarify your lessons from your book. The more you talk about it, the more clear you become, right? Uh, but it's also an easy way to get book ideas and insights from others and to even inspire them towards a reading habit as well. So a conversation like this might be more, we'll say, mutually beneficial during a, a lunch break or something like that. Uh, maybe then a conversation where we gossip about our colleagues. So think about that. Um, and, and it can really even be as easy as starting a conversation with just asking a simple question of like, so have you read anything interesting lately? All right. Equipped with these habits, I am confident that your reading will be more focused, more regular, and more impactful this year. So here's to a great year of intentional reading and learning. Now, before you go, I would like to share just three simple recommendations. Um, first, if you enjoyed the episode uh, and want to recommend it to others, uh, I consider I, I offer that you consider giving us a like and a review. Uh, it helps spread the word and it enables others to find us. Second, subscribe to 3x5 Leadership uh, through email. When you do, you'll get the new insight uh, on how to lead more intentionally from us every single week. Uh, in addition to that, when you do sign up, you'll also get the free 10 Habits of Intentional Leaders Guide as well. And then finally, uh, if you are interested in getting more and getting deeper uh, into things that we talk about, I enjoy or I invite you to join our patron community uh, where you get even more from 3x5 Leadership every single week. Uh, and you can learn more as well as join the community uh, by going to patreon.com slash 3x5 Leadership. And you can also find that link in our show notes. So thanks for joining us this week, friends. Uh, until next time, take care and lead well. Thank you.